Good morning. Welcome to Brachos Lamed Aleph 31. We're starting back. The mission on the previous Almud had talked about the idea that you're only supposed to daven mitoch kovid rosh from a sense of reverence. The Gemara tries to bring uh, different proofs to this. One of the proofs is from Chana. The final proof is from the Gilu The Pasuk says that you should rejoice, which is about Gila's tefillah, rejoicing, have a joyful prayer experience, but it should be with a sense of other, with a sense of fear. The Gemara then goes on and talks about the idea of people who might have been overly joyous, maybe laughing around a little too much, and they were challenged on this, but the fact that they were wearing tefillin they, they, in their defense, they said, oh, we're wearing tefillin, therefore that will temper, that will moderate us, and that's okay. The Gemara then goes on to talk about the famous stories about different rabbis who were at their son's weddings, and people were laughing too much, and they were concerned about the frivolity, and they came and they actually broke a coast that was worth 400 zuz. I was trying to figure out what 400 zuz is from the Chad Gadia. If a, if a goat is two zuz, goat's worth about $200. This actually means it was a $40,000 cup that was smashed in order to break the over-excessive uh, laughter and joy. The Gemara then goes on and talks about a rabbi who was asked to compose a song at the wedding, and the wedding, the song was, Voy lang de misan, voy lang de misan, woe is us that we're going to die. Uh, not exactly a happy song, but the idea is to bring a sense of somber and, and seriousness even to a wedding. The Gemara talks on and talks about the idea of uh, it's You can't have a full mouth of laughter. We learn that uh, in this world until the Mashiach comes. We learn that from Ozi Males Chopino and rabbis, including, including um, Reish Lakish, never had full laughter in, the, in, their, in, in, in their life. Um, the Gemara continues and says that when you come to Davin, you should Davin from a halacha psuka, from a clear-cut halacha, which will, if it's, if, it's, if it's too complicated and too complex, the halachas that you're learning before davening, your mind might wander. And they give examples of halacha psuka. One is the idea that a woman, even if a woman sees a, a drop of blood like a mustard, she then has to do shivanakiyim. The second halacha has to do with a subterfuge in order to not do truma. You bring in the crop, the grain, inside the shaft. And the third one has to do with animals and the blood of animals and whether you are moel, whether, there's, whether they're subject to the rules of Mila. The Gemara goes on and talks about that when you learn, you should go into davening. From here we learn laws about Sukkot Zimra, about davening, about having joyous ideas from there. The Gemara talks, talks about this idea that when you uh, leave your friend, you should leave him from a Dvar Halacha, you should do Halacha at the end of the conversation. That's the way that your friend will remember you. The Gemara goes on and talks about that uh, idea of Rabbi Akiva. Rabbi Akiva, when he would daven with the tzibor, if he was the shliach tzibor, let's say, and he knew that people were waiting for him, he would actually shorten his davening out of a sense of, of tircha de tzibor, so that people don't have to wait so long. But he had so much kavana that when he davened by himself, he would start in one corner and end in the other corner of the room because he was bowing down so much. He had so much kavana. The Gemara talks about the idea of davening in a place that has windows. The Gemara talks about the idea of not raising your voice from davening. The Gemara learns many halachos of tefillah from Chana and the way that she and the way that she davened. The Gemara also learns from here that a shikur, someone who's drunk, can't daven. In fact, the Gemara on the Ahmed Beis, as we're turning to Ahmed Beis, even talks about the idea of if you daven and you're drunk, it's actually like Bnei Blial, it's actually like Avodazar, it's like serving idolatry. So people have to be very careful not to daven when they're drunk. This might be a proof. Mikan is a proof that maybe Kiddush clubs are usher, minat Torah are forbidden. The Gemara goes on and says that we see from Chana that she challenged Eli. Eli said that she was drunk, and once she say, no, I'm not drunk, that if someone is choshev b'kshem, if someone suspects you of doing something, you actually have to tell them where they got it wrong. And then we see that Eli actually blessed her. So we see that if someone is choshev b'kshem, suspects someone of doing something wrong, they actually have to bless them afterwards. The Gemara goes on. It talks about Chana as introducing the name of Hashem Tzvakot, that Hashem is master of legion, saying to Hashem, look, Hashem, you have so much. There's so many things you have. Can't you just give me one child? 
Then the Gemara goes on to what I would call the greatest act of holy chutzpah. Chana said to Hashem, look, Chana was barren. She said, Hashem, if you give me a child the normal way, then perfect. But if you don't give me a child the normal way, I'll make sure it happens. How did it happen? I will seclude myself with another man. I'll make my husband Elkanah jealous of me, and he'll think that I'm a sota. It'll trigger the sota thing. I'll drink the water. And the halacha is that if a sota drinks the water and she turns out to be innocent, the halacha is that then she will have, be guaranteed to have a child, at least according to one opinion. And that's what it seems to be going like. The Gemara goes on and talks about how great Shmuel was. Shmuel was even Shmuel B'chari Shemo. Moshe Aaron Khan of Shmuel B'chari Shemo. We see from here that actually Shmuel was kindagid, was equal to Moshe and Aaron. Then the Gemara talks about the story about how when, when Shmuel was brought to Eli, he actually was more halacha b'fnei rabo. There was a whole question about whether or not a non-Kohen, Eli said you have to find a Kohen to do a shechita. And Shmuel said, Allah is shechita is kosher bizarre. You could do shechita even with a non-Kohen. And as a result of that, Eli wanted to kill him. He's chayv misa, this two-year-old Shmuel, for paskining against him. And Chana comes and pleads. Eli says, look, I'll give you another child. And Chana said, no, I daven for this child. Don't kill this one and give me another one. This is the one I wanted. And finally, another way that Chana was able to get uh, her prayers answered, she said to Hashem, Look, all the parts that we have, we have a mouth to speak, we have ears to hear, we have hands to do work. Uh, what do we have breasts for? We only have breasts in order to be maining children, in order to nurse children. Hashem, you gave me an extra body part because I'm not able to maining children. Give me a child so that I, could, so that I can nurse the child. We'll end Daf uh, Lamanal 31 over here. Continue with tomorrow. Have a great day.